Okay, this is Peter Melanoski, clinical psychologist and IFS therapist. We are reviewing chapter 10 with a particular focus on understanding this chapter from a Catholic anthropology. So in this chapter, as you know, we are reviewing the fourth, fifth, and sixth of the six Fs, which is feeling toward befriending and exploring protector fears. Again, I want you to think about this in terms of helping the client to love himself, helping the client to love the parts of the client specifically that have been forced into extreme roles. Remember those extreme behaviors, the intensity of experience, all of that is a function of what parts have experienced and how they've made sense of their experience. And usually clients will have very critical manager parts that are generating an ongoing critique of other parts. One of the things that I really like about the six Fs is how gentle they are. Remember, our Lord said that, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. These parts have very childlike qualities. Many of them are very, very young. And so we want to make sure that we're taking into account kind of where they seem to be phenomenologically in terms of their developmental age and conform the way that we work with that. Again, one of the things that can be really hard for beginning IFS therapists is just to allow the client self to learn how to manage in the client system. Now, one of the traps that Catholic therapists often fall into is that there's very frequently an uber-Catholic self-like manager part that brings the client into the Catholic therapist's office. And that uber-Catholic self-like manager part is very invested in enlisting the Catholic therapist in its agenda. And that agenda often is to suppress or exile other parts in the client system that uber-Catholic self-like manager part finds really distasteful, sinful, really problematic, and it really wishes that those parts were not included in the system. And so many therapies are based on the client and the therapist, the client's uber-Catholic self-like manager part and the Catholic therapist's manager part collaborating or colluding to try to silence these other parts. This is where you get into certain kinds of power therapies, these will-based therapies where we're going to overcome, we're going to overpower. I've seen this with certain kinds of virtues-based therapies that I think have been problematic. So again, this is very gentle. It focuses first on understanding. There's three real major components to therapists loving their clients. You want to be benevolent, you want to be competent, and you want to be constant. And we want to be benevolent, competent, and constant with all of those parts of the client. We want all of those clients' parts to experience us being in self, right? Not colluding with our self-like manager parts. And this is a beautiful thing because when we're talking about the client self befriending a part, this is really facilitating the client loving himself or herself. This is really the benefit. This is really the essence of that, right? There's an internal relationship. We are told by our Lord, love your neighbor as yourself, right? We are supposed to love ourselves. That implies a kind of relationship with ourselves. And it's really 
central that the client self learn to love the parts. When the parts are able to receive that love, that's what really heals them. They need love from God. They need love from others. But they also, it's, I think it's indispensable for the client's parts to experience the love of self. Otherwise, they will always be looking for a substitute. And they're often, as the old song goes, looking for love in all the wrong places, right? So we want there to be, we want to facilitate that really good relationship between the client and his or her parts. It's really important when you're dealing with an uber-Catholic self-like manager part to find out what that part fears would happen if other parts were given a place in the system. What does it fear would happen? A lot of times those fears are existential. I'm afraid that I will continue with mortal sin, you know, some kind of behaviors that would, you know, lead me to be uh, separated from God possibly eternally, or if, you know, other things. Sometimes God images really come into focus here, right? When we're dealing with uh, prominent Catholic manager parts. Now, I think it's valuable to think of the parts of our clients as drawing from the intellect and the will of the client. It's not that these parts have a separate intellect and will. It's not that they are completely autonomous. There's some way in which they share in the faculties that the self is most associated with, which is the intellect and the will. Parts can also access other faculties like memory and so forth. But but we want to remember again that we are pursuing that interior integration, that we're looking for there to be a harmony in the client's system. Concerns that different parts have about being judged is often really, really prominent when they're in a, a therapist's office who is identified as Catholic. Sometimes when these parts engage in actions that by their very essence carry a moral weight, right? Matter that is grave, for example, or that is intrinsically sinful, that there can be this huge concern that the therapist is going to collude, that the therapist is going to judge, that the therapist is going to condemn. And it is so refreshing for those parts to see that their Catholic therapist is not condemning that, is not sitting as judge and jury over them, but is really trying to understand their experience and be helpful to them. We as therapists do not need to judge the moral qualities of our clients. We don't really know, even though we may have a, a window or a portal into some of their internal experience, we're not in a position of being able to weigh them on the scales of judgment. Our job is to really help them towards greater freedom. So we want to be careful not to be put into the role, either by our own parts or by the client's parts of, of judge and jury. So oftentimes there's those issues around existential safety. Sometimes when we begin to interact with clients' parts, the uber-Catholic self-like manager part may wonder about our Catholicity, might wonder about our orthodoxy. And so sometimes it, it does matter quite a bit to explain how our approach is consistent with the Catholic anthropology. All right, so that's all I've got for that in this particular Catholic take on chapter 10. I look forward to connecting with you in chapter 11.